What's up, everybody? On today's episode, we speak with Nelson Campana, social media creative producer for MLSE. As we continue focusing on exemplifying talent of Asian descent in the basketball world, Nelson demonstrates what talent and networking can do for you. He's a classic case of a dude who had a passion and a talent, got noticed, and then grinded his way into his position right now. If you've seen any coverage from the Raptors' championship run in 2019, I guarantee that you've seen his work. So we spoke to him about his start with MLSE, covering the championship run, and some of the best arenas across the league. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Nelson. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Hoops Corner. I'm your host, Peter Tran, and on the line, the banger in the paint, our residential medical expert, Rajan Walia. How you feeling? Uh, you know what? I'm uh, getting up. I'm gearing up for the playoffs, and I'm excited to have a little uh, off-the-court talk before uh, we deep dive into the depths of uh, playoff basketball. <laughs> I like the way you put that. And our guest for today, social media creative producer. I think that's a that's a good title for you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's probably so many titles I could go by, but that's fair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're welcoming on Nelson Campana. I, I hope I said your name right. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got Beauty. it. Thanks, man. Uh, how you doing today, Nelson? Not bad, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. This is really cool. Enjoying the weather? Finally, finally, some positives. The weather is phenomenal. Like it's amazing. Like it's. I was outside for like a few hours today, and like it was a nice, cool breeze, but it was nice and sunny. Then we had all the windows open for a bit, and it was just like taking this while we got it. So yeah, no, I'm loving the weather. How about you guys? Oh, this is like the best weather you can ask for, right? Like yeah. Good- it's like spot on. It's perfect. Yeah, it's not even too hot. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just perfect. A little cool at night. Oh, can't yeah. complain. Mm-hmm. We were, uh, <laughs> so I live right by Trinity Bellwoods, like the park. So we walked okay. out the other night. It was like my wife and I and the dog. We took him out for a little walk. And there was a mosh pit about at least like 50 people right in the center of the park. No. <laughs> yeah. no they way. were bumping like, you know that song Say Ah by Trey Songs? Man, that was like yeah. blasting. I was like, oh. <laughs> I wish I could go to a club oh my right God. now. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, man, that, that brought back all the memories that I could ask for. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. All right, so uh, let's get into it, man. I want to ask you, like, how did you get into video production? How did you, you know, did you go up watching basketball? Were you a big hooper growing up? Like, how did you get into basketball as a whole, I guess? Okay, um... Which one do you want me to answer first, the video part or the basketball Let's go part? basketball first. Let's go basketball first. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, okay. To be completely frank, uh, I was actually a hockey kid growing up. And so growing up, I was surrounded by hockey players on my street, um, at my school. Uh, I always wanted to be a goalie. And, wow. uh, Curtis like, Joseph. My, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cujo, uh, Felix Potvin was my guy growing up. Uh, I kind of just dated myself there, but it's cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> so um, no, but I mean, it was an, it was a sport that like first for one, I don't have any like like you know athletic DNA in my body. Like I'm, I never made any sports teams. I tried out for basketball in school, but never made it. Um, hockey was just you know too expensive for equipment, so I never really got into like actual like league sports. But basketball never really came about until maybe like high school, later in high school, and it was always something kind of like um in the background for me it was always like hockey baseball um that I was super interested in basketball was really cool but I didn't grow up on it like I didn't really have the influences around me per se um even though like it was such a big era with like Vince Carter and Toronto and all that stuff it really wasn't until just like prior to me starting with MLSE 
um, that I've gained like the next level of appreciation because I could never afford to really go to games before any of that. And so when you get like thrown into this like scene and then it just so happened to be the best era of Raptors history to like um, to be a part of, it just was like next level excitement, next level, like appreciation for the sport. And, and, you know, it was just, yeah, that's, you know, my upbringing as far as basketball goes. It's, it's weird because a lot of people think, you know, like obviously it's a natural uh, reaction to think that, like, I grew up on it and stuff, but it, it kind of wasn't the case. Like, obviously with basketball, it was such a big part of being Filipino. Um, and it's a huge part of the Filipino community. And I had a ton of friends that that played and stuff. I just, um, yeah, just for some reason, I was surrounded by hockey the whole so, time. <laughs> you know, in the morning when you're go- like, before you go to school, you're like watching Center and stuff. You were that kid who like loved all yeah. the hockey highlights and like the four minutes of basketball highlights. You were just like, ah, just like, yeah, just get yeah. Out of here. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciated all the hockey highlights. You know, I mean, it, it was, it was a hard, it was hard being a Leaf fan for as long as I could remember. Still like, it still is. And I, you know, I'm bracing myself for the playoffs now, but um, yeah, no, like uh, you're spot on. Like it was, I was a kid that just like totally dug all the ho- hockey highlights and, I, I love the NHL, you know, all the NHL games, like the old school, like EA sports ones and stuff. And anyways, Scott yeah. Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the game that I played. Um, what was mm-hmm. one of your like earliest memories that you fell in love with basketball? Like when you knew, you know what, like basketball is something and it could have been right before you started working for MLSC, but what was the aha moment? Like this is for me. Well, I mean, I, it would have to be, while I was working, I mean, it had to have been just after, to be quite honest, like it was one of those things that's like, because I could never really like, not that I could never really appreciate it the way I did while working with them. It's just, I think, I don't know. It's a, that's a really, that's a really tough question. I don't know about a aha moment, but I should know when you see things, uh, when you're actually like aiming for moments, like uh, when you're watching games and you're, you're actually, you know, um, like your job is to actual capture like certain moments in games. Like you, you get a lot of those moments and you're searching for those moments to be like, Oh shoot. Like this is such a crazy thing that I'm actually seeing right here, but I can't really pinpoint an aha moment. I mean, I think if there was uh, anything, it would be like all-star Toronto was a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because seeing like everything come to Toronto and the, the whole culture of, of the NBA, like all in one spot in Toronto, like in the spotlight being on us, like that was like, man, this is like such a huge, huge, huge thing. Um, and I'd, I'd probably say that, if anything, like that was like one of those like big eye-opening moments for me, for sure, being able to see all that stuff. Yeah, I guess having like all the stars together in one place, it would really sort of ground you, right? You're like, take a step yeah. back. <laughs> You're just taking it all in kind of thing. Yeah. It was huge. And, and especially because that was Kobe's last year, obviously. And that was his last all-star. Yeah. Um, and I knew the, the magnitude of that. Cause I knew how huge Kobe was. It's not like I was completely oblivious of like what basketball was. And so like little things like that was like, Holy crap. Like Kobe was, is, you know, the MJ of that generation in a sense, like I never saw MJ like play live, you know? So like being able to see Kobe, like, you know, within like meters away from you and like see him play and stuff was, was yeah. pretty next level for sure. Have you ever, sorry, this is off basketball, but have you ever been starstruck by seeing like a specific Maple Leafs player? Did, have you seen like Matt Sundin yeah. and be like, oh shit, it's Matt Sundin? 
for sure and it's like and i remember moments like when i'd have to be, you know i'd have to play it really cool but like you'll catch them in the elevator yeah. like when they're like going up from like you know the media room to like whatever and i'll be like standing beside like wendell clark or something <laughs> or like you know and it's stuff like that and like okay i just gotta be cool i gotta pretend like you know i, I see this all the time it's cool but like you think like man like that's the guy i grew up on like those are the guys yeah. like sunday and gilmore gilmore was a huge yeah. one for me um and yeah, no, I, for sure, I've had those moments, but you have to play it cool every coming, time. Coming from Ottawa, <laughs> that would be like Daniel Alfredson for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Alfredson, I'd be like, oh shit, yeah, it's Alfredson. Alfredson. <laughs> 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 him like Rob Brindamore back in the day. <laughs> Brindamore, yeah. wow. That's a, a lot of throwbacks here. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, so how'd, how'd you get to the MLSE then? Like, how'd you get to your like current position, I guess? Um, so this is a question I get a lot and it's actually one of those, um, <laughs> really like unconventional ways, but I think there's still something that a lot of people could kind of take away from my experience in getting into MLSE. And so <clears throat> I'll explain it this way. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you guys remember the platform Vine. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fine. Okay. Of course. <laughs> the original so, TikTok. Yeah. yeah. The original TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> So anyways, back when Vine started, um, I was like an early adopter of the platform. Uh, and back then, obviously, like anybody else who starts on a social media platform, they just do things for fun. And um, and so that's what happened with me. I, I started doing these little like in-camera tricks, you know, which is such a huge thing now. It's obviously like next level now. But back then, doing in-camera tricks on an app like that was just like kind of mind-blowing. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be like that, but it was at the yeah. time. And so anyways, it took off and I amassed, you know, an unexpectedly a pretty huge following. And that's when you started having agencies and brands and stuff start hitting you up. So a long story short, a producer from TSN hit me up um, and uh, shout out David Cricks. He was the producer for uh, Cabby on the Streets. Oh, okay. I, I can't remember what that's. Oh, yeah. you know, Cabby yeah, though, yeah. right? And so he hit me up and was like, Hey, would you be down to do some stuff for TSN? And, you know, I said, sure. Yeah, let's do it. And so I do little things, little jobs here and there for them. And one of the jobs, I met a videographer uh, by the name of Mark Valena, um, who is a, you know, a dear friend of mine as well. One of the coolest guys ever. And at that job, which I actually didn't want to do, it was like a CFL job. And I was like, ah, I don't know anything about <laughs> CFL. I'm like, uh, okay, fine. Let's do it. Anyway, so I, I meet this guy Mark at this job. Uh, we hit it off. We become really cool buddies. And um, three months down the road, I was a sales trainer for Microsoft at the time, and uh, I quit my job because at that point I was doing so many things for brands that it was surpassing my income for my day job. So mm-hmm. I quit my job, and it was the scariest thing of my life, but I did it. And anyways, three months down the road. After that, after meeting Mark, he hit me up. He got a job at MLSC and was like, hey, they have this role for social media game day producer. And I told him not to look for anybody until they see you. And so he brought me in. And that was literally how I got on. It was through Vine. And for like the longest time, I was introduced by everybody as the Vine guy. Because it was such a good thing then. Like, hey, we got our own Vine guy. It's, uh, this is Vine oh, guy. <laughs> and so, yeah. So for the longest time, until I think it was only when Vine died that they couldn't introduce me that way anymore. So <laughs> like, oh, I guess we have to give him his uh, his actual name. But but yeah, that's how I got in. That was literally how I got in. It was all through networking um, and being in the right place at the right time. And so when people ask me like, you know, like that's crazy because, you know, I didn't necessarily like go to school to like take, you know, this kind of role. 
um, the one thing I tell everybody is like, just keep talking to people, keep meeting people, keep being out there, keep putting your work out there. You just never know when something's going to hit with someone else down the road. Like I, I I'd say like 90% of my jobs, whether it's like a full-time job or like, um, you know, a one-off gig or whatever are all from people that I've met like down the road. Like it could be someone that I talked to five years ago and was like, Hey, you still doing this kind of stuff? We're looking for someone to do it. And it's like, it, it that's basically how it is and how it's always been for me. Um, I don't remember the last time I actually like sent in a resume and did the whole, like, you know, sit down interview. Got it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, um, like I do all that stuff, but a lot of the stuff was through a connection or something. Right. Yeah, I think so, yeah. also another thing, just that is, is you have to do stuff that you like and hopefully be very good at it. And I'm sure when you were on Vine, to be honest, I wasn't big on Vine, so I haven't yeah. seen your stuff, but I'm sure you're really good and you probably really just enjoyed doing it because you were doing that it was really kind it. of for fun. I mean, and that's the other thing, right? Like it, people could totally read whether you're into what you do, you know, uh, through your work, right? So like that stuff was super, you know, I mean, some people might think it was kiddish and stuff, but I had a lot of fun with it. And like, I had a lot of fun because originally it reminded me of back in the day when I was a kid and me and my brother with our first camcorder and we would do these stupid little, you know, stop record tricks where like one person would disappear <laughs> and like, you know, these little things. And that's what, how it yeah. started. Like it's cause Vine made it so easy to do that stuff that it was, it was so funny whenever we would do little things like that. And then everybody else would like, would have a blast just watching little things like that. Uh, so anyways, it was like, we we just got in or sorry I, I got in with that at the, the right time i think it was just it was so unexpected i, I was in sales outside of like out right out the gate from high school i never went to post-secondary school because at that time i couldn't really afford it and i was just in sales jobs my whole life because i felt like talking to people was something that i was okay at and you know um whatever it was that i was selling it was just like you know as long as i had a certain interest in it i could do it so i was in sales my whole life and then the photo video side was always just like a side passion for me because my brother was uh, a professional video um, uh, editor and director and such. And so I've always just been in the shadow, just kind of learning stuff from him. So that's kind of how it all came together in a, in a sense. Sorry, I kind of just rambled on there. No, but. that's good. You're, you're an OG influencer, man. <laughs> you're an influencer <laughs> yeah. before it got popular. That's, that's wicked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to ask like how, like how you got into it, but I guess like growing up, if you have family who's into it, it makes... It makes picking up those kind of hobbies so much easier, right? Than like then like time. having yeah. no one if no one in your family is into it, none of your friends are into it, odds are that you're not gonna pick it up. But all you need is that like For one sure. or two people to introduce it to you and then it grows into a passion. That's it. You know, my brother always was into acting and like he's always in like those you know, the, uh, the, the school plays and stuff. And then he would do his own little videos. I thought they were so hilarious. And, um, and then naturally I would always want to pick up the camera behind him <laughs> and just like shoot my own things. And they're so ghetto. I actually recently found a bunch of my old tapes from like, just like at a high school and stuff. And it's like, wow. <laughs> just like, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to show anybody. You gotta show the kids stuff. that. You gotta show yeah. Yeah. No, the, the kids I'll show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're going to be like, dad, did you have MySpace as well? <laughs> oh, man. Having to explain what that was to my kids is going to be a tough, blast. Man. For that's, sure. that's going to be tough. Uh, I guess, like, how, how long have you been with MLSC? It's been a few years, right? Like you said, seven uh, Since 2014. So seven so years-ish. The Washington Six, series was the first... That's that's the season. fuck Brooklyn, the, the one that we got the swept. Brooklyn, no Brooklyn, right after okay, Brooklyn. Okay. So, oh, yeah, so the yeah, one we got yeah. swept, right? 
yeah, first round. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was that was an experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, since then, so about seven years. Yeah. yeah. How, have you seen like the the culture in the city changing? I guess since you're like you're on the ground most of the time, right? Like, yeah. Have you seen like the major shift from I don't know? I guess it was like a hockey town prior, like like moving yeah. over and just giving Raptors like the Raptors all the love, basically. Oh yeah, huge. I mean, when I first started, I felt like it was pretty much already there, but like when you know when you have the success of the team it just grows like tenfold more and more and more right um at that point obviously we were going on a consistent streak of getting to the playoffs and then the buzz of like the playoff runs and having like jurassic park and seeing like how jurassic park alone has grown from when it when i first started there to like now how it is like it's just bananas like like you said it being usually a hockey town you know I mean, the parade alone, obviously, you you could just tell how many people were just so into this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, I, I feel like I, I did get to see a, a lot of the progression of like where it's at now. But yeah, no, it, it was, uh, it's been insane, you know, growing up hockey, but then realizing that this was just, you know, on its way in and and, and seeing how, how big of a, a deal it is in Toronto, for sure. And especially with you kind of getting into basketball, following the Raptors more after working for the MLSC, like how can you, can you talk a little about like how basketball intersects so many different like areas? Like you have music, obviously you have Drake, you have oh, yeah. fashion with the scarf. Yeah. Um, you have art yeah. like with photography and media, like the NBA does such a good job of being out there as a product. And then even oh, yeah. pop culture, like it's like, can you talk about that intersection of like, for sure. It's actually amazing. And, and, and I feel like, I mean, I got brought in because of that intersection, right? It's like, like, because they wanted to tap into more of like the social media and to the more of the pop culture type stuff. It wasn't just sports. It wasn't just like showing highlights. It was like, how do we make this, you know, fun and entertaining for the next generation? And then how do we get them to continue on? And then it bled into like the fashion. It bled into uh, the walk-in shots, which, you know, um, as you could see over the last few seasons has been a big deal. Uh, you know, it's, that's become a thing, right? Like people come in like prepared for their walk-in shots and stuff. Um, music obviously has played a huge role. Like Drake's influence, I think was a, has been a huge deal. I mean, not even just for like the fans, but even for like players. And I can't really speak for the players, but I just feel like, you know, the young players now, like, you know, back in the day, they weren't really stoked when they, we're thinking about the idea of being drafted by like the rappers, maybe, right? Maybe. Oh, it's very case. true. <laughs> but now I feel like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And now it's like, we have this like first class organization who is, you know, um, led by a, uh, like an icon, like Drake, not led, sorry. Uh, but he is like a big part of it, yeah. uh, a big part of it. Like that's huge. And, and it, it totally makes, uh, you know, paints this picture for Toronto for other people who have never even heard of or been to Toronto and think that we're all just full of big loots and huskies <laughs> like pulling us around and stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, for sure. It's, it, there's, uh, it's, it's been amazing to see, uh, like you said, that huge um, uh, connection between the sports world and you know music, fashion, uh, and and all that kind art. of stuff too. Yeah, Social yeah, media, art. Yeah huge it's massive um and and i think mlc raptors especially uh does an amazing job at you know uh trying to tap into those cultures as well and and make it a part of uh the raptors brand and and show a real cool connection there too uh but yeah 
Uh, since you're often like a bit behind the scenes as well, can you like tell us something that a, maybe a casual basketball fan might not realize about the NBA, whether it's like length of practices or pressers? It doesn't have to be like any inside information, <laughs> just like something that you might not appreciate um, as a fan, whether it's the travel, whether it's the food, whether it's... Um, like anything, um, you know, what's, a, what's a massage <laughs> shoe size? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things I think uh, you know that I'll probably see, but um, when I, I bring it up to somebody, they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh crap! I guess that would be new to you, I guess, or whatever." But I don't know. Like uh, one thing that I love talking about for some reason is the food in each in different arenas that I've been to, okay. <laughs> like the medium That's meals, cool. like. Like there, there's really bad ones and then there's really, really yeah. good ones. Like, <laughs> and so it's stuff that like, I never thought I would be like, you know, putting on like some sort of like chart for myself, but you know, being lucky and fortunate enough to being able to like see these arenas, like I, I started seeing a difference. Like, man, they really like, don't want to like, you know, put any effort into the food. And then there's a place that are like, wow, like they go all out. And I don't know, little things like that. Um, I don't know. Like, the amounts of shoes some of these guys go through like there's literally like garbage bags full of shoes sometimes that i'll see them. and some of them are like untouched like they'll just be yeah you know just like reserved shoes for them just in case they need extra shoes i don't know like little things like that I, that maybe if you ask me something more specific like kind of guide me towards something there's i feel like there's well, a okay, lot okay like it just what, what, what team are you throwing shade at with this food thing like that's, that's actually what i'm interested <laughs> in like, no 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 no, no. Okay. Is it, let's not even is go it, is it like okc or like some bland ass city <laughs> no. no no you know what let's let's save him the embarrassment you know what we'll do we'll say which city has some really okay, good food okay, my bad that's an easy one. I mean, there's some, uh, there's some at the top, but there's one <laughs> that I think is like the totally kind of blew me away is uh, Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. And wow, it's be- Detroit. Okay. okay. So first of all, it's a new yeah. arena, so it's beautiful. It's it's a gorgeous place, and uh, it's Little Caesars Arena. So <laughs> their medium meals is all Little Caesars stuff. <laughs> so not only that, they have like their own full fledged like buffet. But then right after they have like all the little Caesar stuff, then they have like the soft serve ice cream machine. Like that's sick. I was just like, man, I could just stay here all game. And just like like do everything better than the players. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was one of the like places. Like whenever I talk to any other media people, like the, their eyes bug out when they talk about like, yeah, Detroit's is pretty legit. So I don't know. I've I've actually only been to that arena. I, I wasn't at their arena before. Auburn um, Hills, right? The old arena. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn Hills. Uh, so I can't I can't tell you if it's if it's changed much um, just because of the yeah. new arena, but <laughs> that's definitely up there yeah. for sure. Yeah. Actually, I want to ask you um, since you're on the ground, right? Like when you're shooting a game, do you often run yeah. like do you are you moving around the perimeter of the court the whole time, or do you like or are there like certain sections that you're like qu- like for lack of better terms like quarantine to kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I think now it's probably going to be more like that, but um, <clears throat> usually. At home, at home games, um, I don't have a floor spot. So I don't have one of those spots where the photographers are always getting kneed in the head by the players, yeah. like mm-hmm. like on the baseline. Um, I'm usually uh, around. Uh, so at, at Scotiabank Arena, they have like these little like stairways to like the seats. And I'll go in and out of those stairways, depending on, you know, which way the, the players are shooting. Uh, and every now and then I'll walk around the perimeter, but I can't stop on the perimeter on the floor. I have to stop shoot and be kind of like 
like ninja like for the most part <laughs> like there's a lot of places that i i like i probably shouldn't be um like staying and, and and taking pictures but i'm usually in and out for the most part and and away arenas usually there's designated spots that were given um and it's usually like one spot but i like to roam around too uh i love chatting with like away arena like ushers and stuff and so i'll always like ham it up with them and they'll just be cool with me standing beside them the whole time and like they'll they won't even know who i'm shooting for they'll, they'll think i'm shooting for the home team anyways uh unless i had like blatant like raptors gear <laughs> Um, I remember actually a funny story. I, I remember game three, uh, 2000, I think it was the 2017 playoffs against the Cavs. That one dagger shot that Braun had over OG. Oh, the runner, the runner oh, bank yes. shot. Yeah. Yeah. The runner, the runner. On the left hand side. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I remember clearly like I was with this one usher to the arena. He fully thought I was like shooting for the calves or whatever, right? <laughs> and so I'm standing there being all cool because we just I think we tied it up or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember it was OG did that, right? Was it OG that I don't that? remember who it was, but I remember I it was remember. a tie game, like going into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in like internally like freaking out. I'm like, okay, cool. We have a shot here. And then, you know, the usher beside me is kind of like like all tense, <laughs> like, what's gonna happen? And then the dagger and everybody's going nuts. And the usher is like grabbing me by the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to pretend like I'm excited too. I'm like, cool, man. <laughs> like a single tear. I'm like, I can't believe this just freaking happened. And that actually happens a lot. Like in a way where you're just like, God damn it. Like Philly was the worst too. But um, <laughs> that one I'll never forget. Cause I remember clearly the guy thought I sh- should be just as excited as him, but I was just kind of like, <laughs> 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 like, I can't believe that just happened. Anyways, yeah, that was one of those kind of moments. So yeah, to answer your question, I kind of float around as much as possible and try to find uh, as many vantage points as I can. <laughs> I like that. All right, the uh, the elephant in the room. I know we uh, we talked a little about this off the air, but in your background, you have those uh, infamous ski goggles and yeah. uh, Mr. Lirio, Mr. Lirio okay. B. So wow. <laughs> yeah, these are my favorite Ooh. pair of goggles ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so these ones were the ones I, I just kind of like jacked in the, <laughs> the locker room as we we're all celebrating. And I don't know if you could really see it, but like there's like still like residue like all over the goggles Dang. and stuff. I don't know if that's a good thing. It might gain some mold or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never thought to clean it. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But yeah, this was the, you know, the pair from the championship game that we we obviously won. And uh one of the coolest keepsakes i have for sure yeah anyways that's that the, the goggles and that's the hat from that same locker room and this was from the parade i have a bunch of little trinkets in that that case that like only people from like these kind of calls ever yeah. see so, like, i appreciate that just, like, that's amazing do you, do you yeah. have the confetti i do yeah Sick. i do i have um so when we won the eastern conference finals um, the confetti cannon went off and in my shirt one day, like a week after that, I found a bunch of the confetti in my front <laughs> pocket and I just lined like the floor, like the shelves of the cabinet here and stuff. And it's all over that's there. It. So yeah, I definitely have the confetti. That's it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. How, okay. How, like how hype was a parade? Just, you know, like I can only imagine what one or 2 million people look like just cheering for you guys. It was hype. It was so hype. And it was one of those things. It was obviously so hot and so long, but it was one of those things like I almost uh, was thankful that it took as long as it did because it was one of those things like, cool, I got to like really soak that up. 
and really appreciate this crowd and you know the players enjoying it a lot of people you know were sick of how long it was taking and i and i get that it was just you know it was it was it was so cool um one thing i'll say about that parade that i, I tell a lot of people i started off i only went between like three buses and i started off on jeremy and gasol's bus uh, i can't remember who else was on that bus but I'll never forget at the beginning, I was like, man, like Jeremy's cool. All his people are cool. Everybody else was cool. But Mark was so like, he, it just looked like he was bored and he looked like <laughs> he was just like, just kind of like half-ass waving yeah. and stuff and like enjoying his time. I'm like, okay, cool. I got to like get to the next bus and see what else is going on. And then that whole time I'm missing like the freaking Frank yeah. the Tank. Like, <laughs> <Gasol>. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I was so pissed because I saw it after the fact and I only noticed it when we got off the bus and I saw how hammered he was. I'm like, that guy should not be sitting beside Justin Trudeau or whoever he was sitting beside. <laughs> I was like, that is not a good look. Um, and I just, I wish I was beside that yeah. guy the whole time. <laughs> I ended up being on like Danny's bus for the most part and like, and Norm's and uh, Boucher, I think was on that. <clears throat> but it was cool, man. Seeing that, seeing like, you know, uh, Lowry having his moment, yeah. like I'd love that he wore the Stoudemire jersey. Um, like That's respect. that was next level. Like that whole year was just bananas, and that whole run was just like it made it more special because nobody really expected it for the most part because we didn't, you know, yeah, like realistically, we didn't we didn't know how far we we're gonna go, and like things just some things just happened our way and we took complete advantage of everything we just took it all the way and we 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 made it and we won and it was amazing so yeah pretty was just next level that was like you know the cherry on top i guess if you will because that was probably the last part of that whole yeah. thing uh yeah that was unreal that i could not believe that the, the sea of people uh actually did that and waited there for hours just to just to see them we were one of those people, but it was 100% I would be too. I would 100%. I, I kept saying in my head, I'm like, I would 100% be there with us, yeah. like, with everybody. When are you ever going to see this again? You just never know, right? Yeah, I got to bring Kawhi back. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, did you, how did you get between buses? Was it easy for you to, to go? So the buses are were being um, escorted by cops. Yeah. And so, like, you could easily get off the bus and just, just like, run. run yeah, just okay. run over. There's a part where I was just kind of walking with the buses because yeah. it got really tight on the buses too. Uh, and so moving around was kind of a challenge too. Um, but yeah, no, it was just as long as I had my pass, it was fine. Uh, because there was a lot of times where obviously the cops don't really know who's who, yeah. right? And so a lot of questions have being being had of who that was just running on the bus randomly. And so, yeah, no, it was, uh, that was pretty much how. Okay, uh, we got a couple of rapid fire questions. Quick Quick thoughts that come to your head kind of thing. So, okay. all right, Raj, start it up. <laughs> all right, what's your favorite basketball shoe? Uh, Kobe 9s. Highs. What's your favorite in general? Like, if you just, if you had to have one for the, like, to rock forever. Kobe 9s. Yeah. Like, hands down, that was the shoe. And, you know, sneakers, again, was something that I couldn't really get into until later because I couldn't really afford them. But, like, Kobe's, <clears throat> um, I'll never forget, the Kobe 9s, when I first saw those, I was like, that is just such a cool shoe. That is such a, like an amazing piece of art. Like it was just beautiful. Um, and I love how they kind of look like boxing shoes too. Like it was just like, yeah, it was just a the high tops. 
Yeah. And, and so I started collecting those and that was kind of where I kind of slipped on this like slippery slope of sneaker collecting and, and, and it took me off from there and I've just been kind of nonstop. I've slowed down a lot since then. I'm actually trying to clear out a lot of my collection, but <clears throat> excuse me, Kobe nines uh, is probably my, uh, the hands down my, my favorite pair, uh, whenever I look back at any of my shoes for sure. All right. Uh, favorite Raptor of all time. Lowry. It is now it's, uh, <laughs> Lowry. It's just, you know, it's just, I feel like it's, in, that's, that's one of those, like, you know, easy answers for a lot of people, but like seeing how he is and like how hard he's, he's worked and how hard he's like, you know, helped a lot of like the, the, the young players get to where the whole team is. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing what he's, he's been able to do in his time here. So it's amazing to think that like little things like he didn't even think he was going to stay with us. And, you know, who knows if he even liked yeah. being in Toronto the first year he was with Could us. Been traded like two or little three things times. Like that. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I think it would be Lowry. Next to that would be DeRozan. I just loved DeRozan's like demeanor. He was very emotional, which was, you know, a, you know, something that like was a bad thing for him, but like it, was cool because he was very emotional about what he was doing and about the city and how you know like upset he was about being traded. Like he was the one player, like everybody knows, that really wants to stay with us and be a lifer and be that guy for Toronto. So Demar, Demar for sure is is uh, is up there, and and then Stoudemire just because he was short <laughs> and like <laughs> people have like yeah sure guys Mighty Mouse let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, old, old Raptor players, what is your favorite Raptors jersey? Whether it's the current ones, a retro jersey, like if you could choose one Raptors jersey to buy and that was the only Raptors jersey you can own, which one are you buying? Uh, I think it would have to be, and it's just one of those also, like it might be a cliche answer for Toronto fans, but I'd say retro Carter. I mean, and I'm a little biased only because, I mean, I love Vince Carter and everything, but my son's name is Carter. Uh, and so like, <laughs> is that coincidental? So I, I rock, I got him. I finally got him a Carter Jersey just, uh, just recently. And so if I had to just decide on one, it'd be that, but outside of just that, I'd probably say, um, I really loved the white and gold Jersey. I don't remember that. Yeah. The, the North. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Raptors. Yeah. The, yeah the OVO it was super one. clean. And it was like, yeah, the OVO yeah. one. And, um, you know, I didn't think I, I was going to like it as much, but when I got it and I started rocking it, actually, it was that it was a championship run. Yeah. It was that, yeah. that year. That's right. Uh, we, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think that's one of my favorites for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. That's a clean jersey. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> what about a uh, favorite non-Raptors jersey? Like, you look at another team and be like, that is a nice jersey. <laughs> <sighs> that's a good one, too. Um, Like, overall, like, anytime? Yeah. Or anytime uh shoot oh that's this is supposed to be rapid fire <laughs> <That's all good. laughs> right now though the, the and and it's and i think it's partly because of demar but the san antonio city jerseys or whatever it was the one with like the kind of the retro um colorway on yeah. the front um, yeah. Yeah. i actually really loved that jersey and i always said i wanted a demar san antonio jersey and that one i think would be the one and actually we tried buying it and it was just for some reason wasn't even demars wasn't even on the, the site <laughs> i don't yeah this was it's really wild. weird it was right before trade deadline I'm like yo are they trading demar and so <laughs> but, uh, yeah i know that's definitely the jersey i'd probably want to get uh so off the top of my head that would yeah. that'd be the one it's cool that they're doing so yeah. many retro like 90s retro jerseys now right 
it's, it's yeah, sick for us. It's so cool. I love it. Yeah, for for older yeah. guys like us, it's great. I don't know if the kids like it, but at least we like it. <laughs> yeah, I probably think it's like, what? Why would they do it like that? It's so ugly. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really cool for us for sure. What uh, what city has impressed you the most with their food options? Like outside of arena food, you know, like. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, so like visiting them yeah, wise, yeah, like... yeah. Like if you're going to a spot, you're like, oh uh, shit, I got I got to make sure I'm on this trip. Well, Golden State is cool, but like San Francisco is one of the, like those huge cities. So you're going to find good food no matter what in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I'd say, geez, I mean, that's probably the one that I think of Philly, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Philly cheesesteaks. And, and then people are going to like, if, <laughs> if anybody from Philly is watching this, they'll probably crucify me. But like the the ones that like I was brought to in Philly, like oh you gotta try this cheese egg, and I tried it, and I thought it was me like completely blown away. But it was so like for me it was basic. I feel like there's Ooh. something I'm missing. Oh, cool. Yeah, like, there's there something. There has to be another place that has this like amazing Philly cheesesteak. Maybe I just got dealt the wrong one. I, I don't know. Like yeah. I don't know. But- Maybe you got brought to a tourist <laughs> but, trap. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But Sanford had amazing food. Like they had, you know, so many like ramen joints. They had so many like just like just amazing restaurants in general. Like San Fran is one of my favorite cities to visit yeah. for sure. What uh is there a specific Toronto joint that you want to shout out? Like a place that you just love here that you know give a little um, bit of Well, see so here's the thing. I don't actually live in Toronto. I live in Mississauga. So I don't ever enough. really venture not and not recently. Okay. But <laughs> there's one place that always pops up because because uh, Ibaka did I think a, a video or an episode there once of um, the spot. Yeah. It was Roll Sands on Spadina. Yeah. You know, oh Roll yeah, Sands? oh yeah, was like, of course. Yeah, everybody yeah, knows Roll Sands. I love that it's still there because that place was one of the spots for for me kind of growing up in like and partying in Toronto and stuff. So <laughs> I, I thought that was the 24 hour dim sum. It became nice. a thing when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no i loved uh, i love that place yeah i feel like there's so many that i'm missing now i just because I, I don't really like go in and out of uh toronto outside of just like doing games yeah. and stuff but um yeah that's fair roll sands <laughs> all right well speaking back to san fran and you know your time at oracle how emotional was it for you when the raps won did you were you tearing up under those goggles yeah for sure and it's one of those things like i had to like constantly remind myself every two seconds that like i had a job to do <laughs> and i had to you know but like i think naturally even if i wasn't there hired to like take video or take pictures or whatever i would naturally want to be capturing moments anyways i am that guy who like when i'm out with my kids like, they'll be like come on dad like put down the camera kind of thing like right like so um so that was a big one because i'll never forget you know, um, I was right there behind the net, uh, right when he was at the uh, free throw line and everybody was just like waiting to jump onto the court. And in me, like, I was like, man, like if he misses this, Curry's going to chuck it up. He's going to freaking tie it. Like, oh my God. And so he got it. I'm like, okay, hey, right. I'm going, I'm ready to go in. And I just didn't know where to go. Like the, the it happened, the yeah. buzzer went. And I was like, where am I going? I just, you know, I was tiny. I was like, and I see of like all these like media people and like players. And I just looked for like the key guys, like there's Kawhi, there's Fred, there's whatever. And I just like tried beelining it everywhere and capturing those moments. Um, and I was so excited. And I'll, I, I remember I, I was trying to figure out who was going to get to go into the locker room. And um, 
I think I did have like the wristband or the armband or whatever, but I just remember being told like, Hey, they're going to the locker room. Now I saw Ibaka with the trophy and I just literally stayed behind him <laughs> and Rocky from open. I was like, nobody's telling me nothing. <laughs> I, just like beelined it. I got it with him and I was there and I was like, Hey, I'm set. Let's, let's get this thing on the road. And then that's when everything went off. It wasn't until after when they had their little like after party at the restaurant that I kind of had to, time to like settle down and like be like this happens like it was like pure i don't know it was it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it it's just it was unreal i was just uh making sure that i was doing my job at the same time and and being emotional inside as much <laughs> and containing that as much as possible <laughs> I, I can see why san fran is one of your favorite places to visit <laughs> yeah. and, uh, maybe the food tastes that much sweeter <laughs> you know what it's so cool too because after that um a lot of like san fran san fran fans <laughs> would like see me with the hat and stuff like at the airport and they'd be congratulating us and stuff and That's i nice. don't know if maybe they're just like so used to winning they're like cool you guys can have it. it's all good <laughs> have your one all good for you <laughs> yeah yeah so anyways they were really cool about it um and it was cool to see it happen at oracle before oracle was not a thing anymore and moved over to chase and uh, being able to see oracle before that you know even like close down was really cool a little uh, uh a cool thing that i saw when i went to the chase arena was the golden state locker room and there might be pictures of this online but the golden state locker room the roof of the locker room is the roof is like a replica of the roof of oracle oh Oh, that's yeah, cool. It's actually so cool. So if you ever look up, you know, Golden State locker room, you'll see the roof of it. And it's it's a replica of Oracle Arena's yeah. roof. So that was one of those little things. I'm like, man, this is that's so cool. Like little touches like that, like to, to be able to think of stuff like that and implement it into like uh, a facility yeah. like that was just so that's, cool. That's how they would keep the culture, right? After all these years. Yeah, and... for sure. How, was it like difficult for you to do your job with all the national media? that came around afterwards like once espn and tnt started coming to all the games and that kind of stuff i mean yeah it does get tricky in some cases because like they're literally taking up more spots um but no i mean like, like it didn't really affect me it was just more exciting for me it was like cool like that means like we're on national tv maybe there's something cool that's gonna happen maybe like you know um yeah i'll have a moment that i get to capture again right yeah. But uh, it was it was just it was cool. I was like, yo, we're getting this recognition now. People want to be here to see us. And it just so happened to be in a good season after the fact, too. Like we had that beautiful, you know, victory lap without Kawhi proving, you know, a lot of things like uh, to a lot of people for that matter. Um, so being on national TV and still being able to, to produce outside of the Christmas game, <laughs> um, it was uh, it was it was it was really cool to see. All right, uh, we're going to go into the nitty-gritty here. Uh, okay. What position do you play in pickup games? Oh, God. I do not play pickup games. For I remember... <laughs> so, I remember um, Miami playoffs. We were there for one game. It was like a game six or whatever. And it was like one quick trip. And at the hotel, we had a, a basketball court. And there was like a couple local guys playing. And I just wanted to shoot around because I cannot play. I'm horrible. But they dragged me in, and and I kid you not, like after like two plays, nobody even cared to like try to guard me. I was just, <laughs> just picking up balls, and they're just waiting for my rebound. <laughs> like like uh, nobody was around uh, me at all. Like nobody tried. Like I don't know. I, like, I suck. My my follow up question was, who does your game replicate? But you know what? I, I'm going to ask you, who would you want your game to replicate? 
Freddie. No, like like someone like like I would want to be a shooter because obviously I'm not dunking nothing. I want to be that like Steph Curry on the court, like that suave, like you know, fun handles uh, and and being able to chuck up at whatever ball and, and anybody thinking it's going in. Um, but yeah, it'd probably be like that for sure. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right, last question: Who is your Mount Rushmore of players of all time? Would league wide of yeah. all time? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well. Are we talking like like you know numbers wise or just like me? Personally? Whatever you want, man. We had uh, a guy that does like a lot of NBA Top Shot stuff, and he just gave us five Raptors. So you know you can choose <laughs> literally whoever you want. This is this is your five. Okay, cool. Um, well, I absolutely love Kobe for sure. MJ, I wish I appreciated more, but let's just say you know people that like at least you know within the the. Uh, more more recent, I guess it would be like Kobe, and then I'm gonna start naming off Raptors. It'd be like Kyle, Demar, um, geez, how many people are on Rushmore? Five Let's people. Go five. Let's go five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I loved JV. I love. I had a feeling. JV. I had a feeling. Like, JV seems like a cool dude, man. He is so cool, man. <laughs> he was so cool to be around, and he was so funny, and his accent was the best. <laughs> and, like, and, like, he was just, like, the nicest guy. Um, he would have this kind of, like, you know, wall up sometimes, but, you know, when when he he, he starts talking, he's he's funny. He's such a cool guy to be around. So definitely him. Um, and maybe I'll say uh, Coach Nurse. He's okay. He's been so cool. You know, his demeanor um, – you know, the whole demeanor of the team and uh, ever since Kawhi and, you know, uh, Nick entered the team in their positions, I feel like it's like it's totally like just kind of spread out. You know, you, obviously, uh, Freddie has that stone cold demeanor as it is, but I just feel like it's it's kind of transferred down and people have this really like, I don't know how to describe it, Um like jobs not done until it's done kind of like demeanor like this whole and 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 like it's cool like like i feel like nick is his personality and his like coaching style is very transferable uh to like how you might want to like uh well look at many things whether you're like you're managing a team maybe or just like how you uh, approach certain situations in life um so i'd say nick nurse for sure is up there that's dope i like that i like that shout out to coach yeah that's big. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, this is awesome, man. Nelson, this is like, you know, you got some gem stories. I, we got to get you back. I want to hear more <laughs> of this stuff. This is wicked, man. Anytime, man. This stuff's cool. I love doing this kind yeah, of stuff. This is wicked. <laughs> uh, you want to tell the people where they can find you, Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff? Vine? Yeah. Um, everything. Yeah. Vine. You guys got to follow me on Vine for sure. Uh, it's literally just at Nalcam on everything. It's just N E L C A M. I'm usually mostly on instagram i do a little bit on twitter not really much but um but yeah those two places for sure hopefully maybe youtube i always screw off on youtube like i'll start something post one thing and then like five months down the road like post another thing so don't even bother finding my <laughs> youtube right now just check every but five months instagram and twitter maybe yeah, yeah. awesome uh thanks a lot nelson this is this is wicked this is wicked cool no this i appreciate awesome. you guys having me on this is really cool this is a lot of fun cool.